making plays for my team. It's like making plays for my team. It's just so fast. I get the ball up and I'm like, dang, did I, did I get five yards, three yards, two yards? It's just so fast. Like, it's crazy. That's what I do. I might not on the radio. No wire hangers. Yes, mommy. Wow, all my toys. <laughs> no, no radio, no wire hangers, and no three point five to three point five. Oh, I get my radio back. How y'all doing out there? Oh, yeah, he's right there. Health of it, baby. Only better, Gazimer, baby. Yes, 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 yes. I met a girl at the bar who could talk about cameras in the dark room. She used to sell things on eBay, but not anymore. It's too popular. It's too popular. Okay, dude, the whole thing about too popular is like. All my biggest eBay scores have been in the past five years, so uh sell it on eBay. And now we're in the hut with our little uh, mini cheese cleaver, which hmm, it's actually not too bad. But we'll get a little bit more honing. I got the big hunk of cheese. You need the hotter hand of steel. Huge. Very good. Very good. You're English? No, not quite. American. Oh, welcome, welcome, welcome to the sausage hut. You speak a Japanese like always, but oh, now you're just making fun of me. No, no. Yes, here's business. Pronunciation. Repeat that. Konnichiwa. 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 Oh, very good. Very good. You get offended in uh, Okinawa? Mm, not quite. Not quite, though. Whatever my name. Oh, who's here? Uh, may I ask? ほ、ほ、ほ、ほ、ほ、ほ、ほ、ほ、ほ、ほ、ほ、ほ、ほ、ほ、ほ、ほ、ほ、ほ、ほ、ほ、ほ、ほ、ほ、ほ、ほ、
Welcome, welcome. Ah, ich muss jetzt ja Hickory, Hickory Beef Sticks, dip them on and do the smooth and creamy. And now, for your favorite episode of podcasting in the world, you are here mm -hmm. at the Sausage Hot. It's smooth, it's creamy, it's cheddar, it's spreading, it's beef, it's hickory, it's Johnny Kielbasa, baby! It's all smooth and creamy. I cannot believe it's not Johnny Kielbasa cheddar spread. Creamy cheddar spread. Smooth and creamy, smooth and creamy. Isn't it so dreamy to be in the sausage hut? Oh, 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 with hickory beef sticks. Uh, you went shopping all over the place. You came to a small little hut that specialized in cheese whips and jerky of sorts and decided to buy everybody spiced whipped pimento cheese dip and, and spicy sausage in the sausage hut. That's right, everybody. We are rolling on, rolling through your vacation of content in the Sausage Hut. While all the big boys take a couple weeks off, the hungry boys get in the hut and get it on. Where they've got high-speed Wi-Fi. They've got a map of the world on the wall. They've got abstract paintings. They've got the sharpest mini axe to cut jerky this side of Sicily and wielding that sword. Yeah! Uh. John Snow, your gamba Bond wields it. I hate Christmas. I hate Christmas music. I hate Christmas programs. I hate the I hate Rudolph. Yeah, I said it. I hate Rudolph. He's annoying. But you know what I don't hate? The Big Ohio. Ah, the Big Ohio. Oh. 
on the big Ohio, we flow up to the Michigan State, oh. and we give them a big old spanking, and then we go back home. Ba 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 ba. ba. This is one for the angels. <laughs> hey, and the angels. And joining us in the sausage hut, straight from Santa's workshop. Where he's worked his way up to an E10. He's art director of the Northern Flanks for Santa Claus himself. Working hard in the workshop. We got him to take a little break. I am head foreman of Grandpa's Cheese Barn. I will spread the creamy cheddar. I will chop the hickory beef. Ah! <laughs> And then we'll flow up through the big old fin and buy some hunting gear. So here we are with the Yule logs in the hut, cozied up. I've just put a large log on the fire. That's a hickory log there you got there, son. <laughs> Merry whatever, everybody. Merry happy holidays. Talk about we we are outdated technology people. El Chapo is an enthusiast of typewriters and vintage cameras. I am a fan of long cords. <laughs> Christmas treat out from an outdated. Cheap mixing board. 80s mixing board. Into two or three power strips. And yet he brings it to you live on the Sausage Hood Podcast. And somehow we hook everything up and manage to get it going. All for you, our greatest fans in the world. Yes, indeed. And El Chapo, if you're a fan, if they're fans of us, really, can you do us a favor? And go to iTunes and pop us a rating. Is that? Can we do that? Can you do that? Leave maybe leave a comment seeing how pop, pop, awesome pop, pop, we are pop, 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 and that more people should listen. Because you take, know, take a moment from your Amazon two-day shipping and you're wrapping the presents and just uh, go on down and uh, give give us a little bowl love and rating. Yes, sir. From the just give us some love to the sausage heart that brings. That's you not home. even as much to ask as those. Goddamn bell ringers outside it's of every store. It's less than a coffee at your favorite uh, 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 pretentious. Look at me, macchiato. We bring it to you fresh every day. It's brewed fresh right here in the sausage hut. This podcast is made especially for you. Mm, that, that fire is warm. Yeah, actually, uh, I take a log off. I'll see if I can do it over here. Uh, where are those tongs at? Ah. Oh. Amazon. Ah. All right. I got it. Take me a minute. And now we've come to the part of the show where I got to tell El Chapo to put the microphone up to his face. Ha 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 Get him on it's a Yuletide podcast, everybody. So gather around the hearth 
and get ready for the great kielbasa. Yeah, we're not doing the so quote unquote evergreen podcast where they record them ahead of time so they can take a couple weeks off and pretend that their podcast ain't going on right, uh, now. right here, right now. It's happening for real. We are doing this in the real smooth and creamy. And what do we got to do? You know, what we got to do. We got to. We got to. It would be great if we could go wireless. If we could set you free, where you could. I can roam, wan- roam wander around. about the hut, do my thing, and still be talking to the masses that oh so love us, and be connected to the big JK. I, I, I just imagine. I just imagine you having like your. Your head in the cabinet or something. Why and, can't and I do crawling into one of the cabinets? Cartwheels through the hut instead of being tethered to this wire. This wire. That could be my element. It is somewhat limiting, but at the same time, it kind of keeps you focused because <clears throat> you got to you got to keep it right there. And all I can do is I, I could. I could read the ingredients of uh, the hickory beef sticks from Grandpa's cheese bar. What and you got in those cheese? I don't know if I want to know because there's probably a lot of sodium. There, there is. Okay, well, there. Well, it's always in descending order. Thanks for the first bush. That's that's how these labels started. We've got beef. We got water. We got salt. We got corn syrup. We got spices. Monogluteum glutamate. Dextrose. Citric acid. Garlic powder, natural hickory, smoke flavoring, sodium ethyl and sodium nitrate. Personal favorite of mine. I always put my sodium nitrate at the end. That should be at the top of the list. That's what's killing you. That's what's killing you, America. Eating all these beef sticks. Oh, it's the holidays. Eat a beef stick. So that's just the hickory beef stick. What's... That cheese spread is... Deadly. Oh my god, it is. I just want to smear it on my gums like frankincense and myrrh. <laughs> um, so it's cheddar cheese, if you can believe that. Aged over 120 days, pasteurized milk, cheese culture, salt, enzyme, water, whey, reduced protein, whey, protect. No way. No, yeah, whey. <laughs> Do lactic acid, color. Uh, contain it contains milk. Packaged now. Here's a footnote. Packaged in a facility that also processes peanuts, tree nuts, soybeans, milk, eggs, fresh crustaceans, shellfish, wheat ingredients. All right. All right. So apparently the Amish are really into shellfish. Wheat ingredients and where are they getting the sodium nitrate? Uh, they get it from uh, Dow Chemical. They're my friends. They're. <laughs> they say they're making it themselves, but they're really they're going to the, to the border, the state border, going to a farmers market, buying they, cheap beef jerky, they sausage take, jerky, and they're they're taking the labels off and repackaging it. They send, making up some sort they of. They send their daughters out in those little horse-drawn wagons and go. Is it over here, Grandpa? Is it over here? Ah, uh, no, I probably say. You go to where the the Mickey Mart station is, and there's a fork of the road, and you take a left, and you just go up there, and you get that five-gallon drum and uh, put it in the wagon, okay? Okay. Chapo, you should take a picture of the mini axe that you just sharpened 
and take a picture of it and put it on Twitter. Or maybe you should put it with John Snow. Mmm. So we want to talk about John Snow. John. And we're going to talk about the new Star Wars. Oh, the new Star Wars. I have a lot to say about that. Yeah, I have a lot to say about everything. Yeah. All right. Holy shit, get this fucking thing away from me. Oh, God, get this thing away from me. El Chapo came bearing gifts into the sausage oh, shop today. Oh, man. He's so Spiced cr- meat. He's so creamy. With I cheese. can't believe it's not kielbasa. Did you get a picture of the mini axe with John Snow? <clears throat> and he he brought he bought this the, the greatest gift ever. It's a pop. It's called Pop, and they make a bunch of uh, figurines. Uh, and he got me a John Snow. One one is on it. One one will be here Friday. John Snow. Number forty nine of the seventh edition for those of you paying attention. Wait, I think we should take I think we should take John out. Oh, oh wait, no, you're the photographer. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You do whatever you want. Just don't put me in. What happened? Oh really? I got a charger right over there at white cord. Your phone just died. Forty percent if I can just clonk. That's weird. That's great So El Chapo. Is gonna El Chapo is a he's a professional photographer. Yeah, we'll do it in there. He he, he has a good, great eye for art direction and a great eye for photography. El, El Chapo is taking a picture of the gift. One of the gifts he got me, or yeah, the John Snow. If you stay tuned till the end of the episode, we'll tell you what Chapo's Twitter handle is. And go give him a follow. Now, I originally said, well, I, I told him that he's got to post 10 things on Twitter before I start following him, which is not, that's not much to ask, especially with someone with as, with as much to offer as, hell, Chapo! Chapo is tweeted. He's tweeted a picture. All right. There it is. Congratulations, Laddie. You have now entered the tweet verse. I'm a tweeting verse. Yeah. All right. The John Snow, John Snow pop figurine is part of this huge. That you're, I'm just discovering this. Thank you very much. But. El Chapo, you seem to be an expert on the pop figurines, especially for Game of Thrones, and maybe some other things too, actually, like Fallout 4. Yes, uh, I've in the past two weeks, I've, I've uh, done a lot of research, and uh, you're you're the GOT expert, but on the paraphernalia of it, because of you, um, yes, I, I have become a bit of a, a an aficionado. And so that's how I've been able to hunt down 
the right things at the right time. And uh, yeah, it's amazing. It's 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 truly uh, it's a whole new world for me. We've got the we've got the pop figures. We got the banners. And mind you, this is just in GOT. This is not even we're not even talking about a Star Wars, a Marvel Universe, anything, which I've I've delved into a little bit myself. But yeah, it's it's a whole new world, and the whole like. Uh, like price profit margin stuff is it's it is crazy is crazy yeah it's 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 amazing the cool thing is is the banners for for whatever reason i don't know why no one's really touching the banners so those are super affordable still even on uh online but they're cool as hell and you get all these versions of them but funko pop figures they're through the roof so for some reason right now got is I w I'm gonna say is hotter than Marvel, hotter than um, Star Wars, hotter than uh, Harry Potter, all, all that stuff. In like, the pop universe, or just? Oh yeah, oh yeah, by far, by far. These figurines, like I had them in my basket months ago, and they have they have two and a half times go up in price. I just so happened to like go to like some box stores. And of course, you know you don't have the millions of people going to that same store, so they just put them on the shelves. They they pop the price on them, no pun intended, and they say the same. But on online, as soon as people get the feeding frenzy, it's it's worse than, it's worse than eBay because you can't even snipe this auction. At least on eBay, you can snipe an auction, but on this stuff, the price just goes up and it stays there. There's there's no way to avoid it. But last night, I knew that just in case I wanted one one, I'm like, if if he does sell out, it's gone. And if I'm gonna pull the trigger, I gotta do it now. So I figured, you know, I scored the deal on John this version of John Snow, because the other versions of John Snow are not going for that. So I was like, the hell with it. I'm gonna get this guy at double his price, and I feel like I'm. I'm still kind of coming out ahead. I had to wait on uh, Gingerbeard Man, um, but supposedly he's coming back after Christmas. And I wanted to do the trifecta for the diorama. Tormund Giant Spain. Tormund, yes. Yeah. And before before Thanksgiving, all these guys, eight bucks. Really? Yep. That's on eBay, not in a store. No, that's not on eBay. That's on the the mighty the mighty A. Oh, yeah. okay. I put my vault at the the because that's symbolic. <laughs> so hardcore collectors of these pop things can might have hundreds of these things, right? Uh, if they're smart, when I'm kind of thinking about it, I was like. Go to the box stores. They're on the shelves already marked. That, that price isn't going going up or down. It's set. Get yourself three or five of them. Keep one or two for yourself and your friend. Keep the other two or three, and wait a few years. Just put them in the closet. Forget about them. Open up your Etsy, eBay account, and then watch the data's rolling in. <laughs> and the cool thing is they're lightweight, so you know maybe I should. Get out the typewriter and uh, bench plane thing and uh, do uh, pop figures. 
Because these things are going to have a longer shelf life than the, uh, what were those little stuffed animals called? Cabbage Patch Kids? Uh, after that, even. Uh, Mad Balls? No, the fucking uh, T.Y. things. T.Y. Hilton? Yeah, whatever. Those didn't last a couple years, but the pop things are going to be around a long time. In your lifetime, you'll be able to make. You'll actually be able to make some fucking bank on these things. Because vinyl has a half life of fourteen million years. Vinyl, vinyl, you get me some vinyl. I'll put it online, and you're gonna get fine. Vinyl, I'm gonna get popped, and you're gonna get popped, and you're gonna get vinyl. You got a half life. Give me my money, give me my money, cause they don't make them anymore. You're gonna pay top dollar for my vinyl, vinyl, vinyl. Isn't it cool when the common man can make a little dollar on his investment? He doesn't have to go to the stock market, he just goes online and he just buys what might be selling. If you got a good eye, you can make some money. <laughs> Into the vault, six, 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 six. <sighs> John Snow, bring forth the creamy cheddar. You're short on time. The shipping time is short. Well, come on down to the sausage hut, and Johnny Cabasa will ship you out. I don't know. I don't care. T-shirts. And various sizes for your family members who are also various sizes. <laughs> You'll be set for the holidays. You'll be the man. You'll be the one to remember because you got on the Johnny Cabasa Donald Don't Care t-shirt. Don't be a fool. Order now. Quantities are limited. <laughs> And now that is. And losses. How does Captain Lou talk? Uh. You pencil neck geek. He can talk however you want him to talk. What's if your... that's gonna mess you up, then What's your name? Little wolf of Gryffindor. I'm Jon Snow. John Snow from the north. That's right. I'm on the night watch. Night watch. Well, I watched a bunch of wrestling in my time, and I've seen many big men bigger than you, John Snow, go down on the mat. I. Well, I've watched many, many good men go down in the snow. Oh, is that because your last name is Snow? Well, I guess it's just coincidence, really. But, uh, I'm on the night watch and I, I go up in an elevator. You go up in an elevator? I hate, I'm scared of elevators. I don't like them. When I'm in Vegas, I refuse. I always take the stairs, Jon Snow. Always take the stairs. Well, there's, there's really no stairs where I'm at. No stairs? Ah. Oh. What do you do then? I go up in a... An elevator. People crank it so I can go to the top. What? People crank? 
Well, I saw a wrestler once crank a man's neck in half, I tell you that, Jon Snow. Oh, well, I, I once stabbed a wildling. I didn't want to, but I was protecting. And now I'm friends with the wildlings, and they, and they like me too. You stabbed a friend, and they like you? Well, yeah, and then I got stabbed, and then they stabbed the friends that stabbed me. Oh, shit! That's a lot of stabbing. There's no stabbing in wrestling, Jon Snow. There's only bear hugs and body slams and drop kicks. Oh, I just use my sword. Oh, you've got a sword! I see that. Oh, that kind of scares me. No edged weapons in wrestling, Jon Snow. Just body slamming and bouncing off the ropes, you see, like this. Ugh. Ugh. You ever seen ropes? You ever seen man bounce off a rope? Well, I, uh, I hung several people who stabbed me with a rope. Whoa! You hung them with a rope? Well, yeah, they stabbed me in the heart. It was it hurt, and I didn't like it. Whoa, Jon Snow, let me tell you. I never stabbed a man or hung a man, but I put him in a headlock and I smashed his head into the mat. What do you think about that, Jon Snow, from the north? Well, I, I think that's very brave of you, but now I'm friends with the wildlings, and uh, I think I think I want to be king because people people like me and we all hate the White Walkers. Ah, oh, let me tell you about White Walkers. White Walkers all up and down the strip, I tell you. I'd like to body slam them. What you say about that, Jon Snow from the uh, north? North, where? Yeah, okay, good. What do you think about that? Um, yeah, I mean, I guess if they hurt you, you, sh you should do that. Yeah, that's why I'm saying I'm going hurt them if they... Uh, but okay, that's wow. Who does your hair? That's that's really nice. I like how it's got tied up in the back. Uh, just do it myself. Okay, that's good. That's good. All right, John Snow. I got I gotta go put somebody in the headlock. Good for you, John Snow. I I like you. You're all right in my book. Okay, thank you. Uh, uh, what's what's your name? Uh, Mr. Big Lou John Sergeant. Okay, that's that's good. All right, good to meet you. Bye. Bye, John Snow. Thank you for listening to El Chapo Figurine Theater here on all your greater public broadcasting stations. That was great. Because <laughs> I don't really think about big. I you know what if you, you know what if you gave me Danica Errol. Daryl, ah, I should look for the the Funko Pops of uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. and talk to John. Because I know anything about this guy. I didn't. Want... You knew plenty. Right. You knew everything you need to know. <laughs> oh man, that was great. <laughs> we'll do NASCAR and John Snow. I would like to do that. Fireside Theater with El Chapo. And the fighter is warm. Welcome to the Fallout Sausage Hut Shelter Special. <laughs> <laughs> Mwah, 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 mwah.
got a wild lean on my mind, mind, mind. John Snow is a friend of mine. <laughs> Have you ever helped put up the blankets on the west end of the cow barn? No, I haven't. No, I've I've been in the cow barn watching <clears throat> watching one of them give birth. Was, you want to talk about afterbirth? That, no, that, I don't. That's a let me tell you. That's a slimy uh, snot mess. Ugh. I mean, who doesn't know about slimy snot mess? But this, I mean, we're talking like gallons of it. Yeah, gallons of it. And the, and that mommy, she she licks it all up. <laughs> and then you know the baby calf tries to stand up, and then she knocks him down with her tongue and goes. That's gross. <laughs> Birth. Ah, gross bird. I have no useful reproduction. No. God wills it. None whatsoever. So, yeah. Okay, now it's the time we've been waiting for. You want to give us the spoiler alert? Spoiler alert, uh, siren? Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. We will be talking about The Last Jedi for the next however many minutes. Spoiler alert. If you haven't seen Star Wars yet, this we will be talking about spoilers. So you've been warned. No excuses. Tune out now. Just skip to the next 30 minutes. Uh. Jon Snow, have you ever seen The Last Jedi? Well, no, but if I did, I, I wouldn't want to spoil it for anybody. All right, Jon Snow, I respect that. I'm going to go put somebody in a headlock. Okay, Jon Snow. Okay, thank you. I love the ATM6 Heavy Walkers. I thought that was awesome. You can't blow up Luke Skywalker. You can't blow up Skywalker. Not with that kind of power. power. I knew a Jedi named Luke Skywalker. He couldn't be blew up with the Heavy Assault Walkers. Because he wasn't even there. He was transposing himself, and he fooled Kylo Red. Spoiler. This is your spoiler alert has concluded. Johnny Kabasa, what did you think of the Last Jedi movie? What are we going to do a scale of how many tiki torches should we? Or, um, no, uh, how many sausage? How many huts? How many... How many bacon explosions how, yeah. would you give? Uh, how many bacon explosions out of how many? Alright, well, I've got to set a standard here so we know what the hell we're talking about. Yeah. 
So I'm going to put the, the gold standard at Empire Strikes Back. You're going to say Empire Strikes Back is a 10? Is 10 bacon explosions. I'm going to put this at the highest of any any other movie in the canon. I'm going to put it right under Empire Strikes Back at 8 bacon explosions. Wow. That's a good score. That's a real good score. Because I gave Rogue One seven bacon explosions under Empire Strikes Back, and none of the others come close. And I know, and I understand you are a huge fan of The Force Awakens. So tell me your two cents. Yeah, I think Force Awakens was one of the one of the best, if not the best, movie. Blasphemy! But Blasphemy! It, it also had the benefit of taking all the other movies into consideration. And totally pandering to it to the audience, which I I loved the pandering. Yeah, they did. This, like, you know, had a, a lot of awesome moments in it, and it had so many like there were so many scenes that that had familiar images of the first trilogy, which I loved all of that, and yeah. it was great that old characters are in it. And it's great that they shot it like they shot the first three. They really have the same. And it was great that, like, the X-Wing fighters had the same technology. And so did the, the TIE fighters were there. You know, they were using TIE fighters. That's and right. the TIE fighters had, like, that knob that Darth Vader used. <laughs> and, you know, they had the same yeah. thing in the, this little, little electronic box in the X-Wing fighters, which I thought was great. That's awesome how they do that. That's good, good stuff. Yeah, they could have... Even in Force Awakens, they could have totally upgraded that, and they knew to play it smart. And don't, don't mess with that. Keep it the same. Do some cool new moves in photography, but don't mess with the equipment. Do not do that. That's why we loved it. The Supreme Leader. On the other hand, the Supreme Leader. Snoke. I don't seems he seemed worthless to the plot, other than they needed a heel. They needed a heel. I, I, yeah, I do kind of wish they'd done a little more with him, because he was obviously badass. But he didn't really, he didn't really get to show it off, other than he was, you know, the man in the chair. Um, but I, it's another thing I want to compare is uh, character development. Like I, I didn't care about pretty much any of the main characters except. Obviously, Luke Skywalker. Um, I liked Kylo Ren even more in this one because they actually went into his character far more, and I really started like get into him. And so I thought he played really well against Luke Skywalker. And the only other person that even remotely came close, and she didn't really get enough development or screen time, was uh, Lauren Dern's character when she. Uh, was taken over and people were like are you screwing up what the hell are you doing and she's like look i'm in command trust me well, you know what she didn't even say trust me she's like you're an insubordinate take your post asshole take, yeah take your po i mean and that's that's really how it is and i love that even when she could have you know folded she's like you know what i've got this big ship i'm gonna ram it right into the you know this giant snoke drug knot thing and she did it. That was I thought that was awesome. She just uh, I don't, but that little bit of airtime that she had was really good. I thought that was really well done. Um, 
Love seeing Carrie Fisher reprise her role. She did a great job. Um, nothing bad you can say about it. I, but again, I, I kind of wish they had given her a little bit more depth. But I guess if, if you saw the first three, the original first three, you wouldn't need that information. You already know she's kick-ass awesome. I also think that they probably knew there was no way they could do much with her. She could barely talk. <laughs> I tell you what, I was really blown away. You know, I thought it was, I started, I got a little uh, misty-eyed when she got blown out of the uh, command module. But then I, I wasn't surprised. Yeah, that was a swerve of the century because I was like, I, I know, I was thinking I someone's going to die. I didn't know who was going to yeah, die. Yeah, and I thought that, well, that's really a classy way for her to go out. She went down to the to the nail, so to speak. Yeah. Um, and at the same time, I thought, wow, that was kind of uneventful. For her to just get blown out like that, you know, yeah. and then she fucking, then she turns around it was, and gives him the, the death, the death hand, and just swims back to the. Sh yeah, that yeah. was crazy. Yeah, and that that harkens back. Well, that's the other thing I love about uh, Empire Strike Back. That harkens back to Empire Strike Back when uh, Luke flew away, and Ben Kenobi said that was our last hope, and Yoda says no, there is another, and that obviously alluded to uh, uh, Leia. I have a feeling. I don't know how far they've gotten into the next, the next chapter of this this story, but I definitely think that you know they wanted Leia back for it because they didn't ever die. No, so if they would have. Yeah, you know, they they would have to. They're, now they're gonna have to write something that. Yeah, she just died. Oh, by the way, she died. We don't get to see her die. Yeah. Yeah. Which is too bad. Unless was, they bring her back, like they brought back... Who was the dude they brought back for The Force Awakens? The old guy that was dead that they reanimated? Oh, Grand Moff Tarkin? Yeah. Um, what's his name? He used to play Dracula, and then he played Van Helsing. Um, but yeah, Grand Moff Tarkin. Um, it was... If you look too closely, it is a little creepy, but if you can lean back, lean back. Lean um, back. I, I, think it, I think it flowed for the movie. I think it was fine. Yeah. And actually, that was uh, Rogue One, not Force Awakens. Oh, was it? Okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah Rogue yeah. One. Yeah, Ray. I was like, I was actually, even though I didn't like Force Awakens, I liked, I liked Ray, uh, way better, because she was a scrappy girl and that. How can you not like Force Awakens and be a fan of Star Wars? I don't get it. Hold on. It's you, everything you wanted in a movie. Uh, it just to me, it just tried to rehash a New Hope. And I, was like, I, I don't see anything wrong with the parallels. I don't think it was a remake of New Hope, though. But I, I like, I enjoyed that familiarity. Yeah, I, mean, the, I enjoyed. The oh yeah, yeah. I totally agree with you on that. I, to I totally agree. They, they, finally, after Lucas did his fucking whatever that was CGI club over the head. Yeah, it was super refreshing to see Force Awakens in that respect. But as far as a uh, character and story, I was like. Uh, I yeah, I've I've seen this before. I was I was thinking they were gonna do something totally new, other than just put uh, you know Finn as this distraught stormtrooper. That, that I mean that was a really cool twist. I like that, but it wasn't for me. For me, it wasn't enough to carry the movie. The first one. Huh. That's I. I mean, I loved it. I don't yeah, know. I know you. You like, rage. but just wait. You know, just wait until the thing about it, the first three are you've we've seen them a hundred and fifty times each. Right. We've seen these twice or once. And Empire Strikes Back. I'm sorry. And what we saw last night was really, really awesome. 
but still, that is still in the shadow of Empire Strikes Back. And because the way the story is so original and because of the way they did the movies, it's really hard to imagine anything topping Empire Strikes Back. But I will say, The Last Jedi by far comes the closest to anything I've ever seen before. By far. Very well. And so I've said it. He spake upon the... I spake He spake. Laura Dern. Why do we know her? I don't know. I'm, I'm, she's hot. Her dad. Ben Dern. Bob Dern. Uh, Ronald Dern. You know, if you hadn't said that, I could remember his first name. Dick Dern. But her dad is a... Spurgeon Dern. Really awesome... Uh, low and I mean this a loving low boy low brow like not B movie but just a really awesome character actor um well that, why do we know Laura was she on was she on Saturday Night Live no she she's all right she was in a I know I know what you're gonna a fish I, called I, Wanda I know your eyes are gonna roll but I think she was in a really good movie with Nick Cage She's been in some really... Which one? Just like her dad. She doesn't normally go for, like, the top leading lady stuff, or maybe she doesn't But everything she's done is really good. And it was... I mean, I would have never guessed a caster for a part in Star Wars, but someone had the brilliancy to do that, and I thought she fucking nailed it. I just would have liked to have seen more of her, like, really doing her command like I'm I'm taking charge I don't feel like she got enough screen time for that but what she had I th- what she was given I thought she did really good with I love how she popped uh, Mr. Arrogant Starfighter with a stun gun I thought that was awesome <laughs> and then told him you know like sit down man I am in charge here I don't have to fill you in and everything but I thought that was cool, that little that one little scene between her and Leia where she's like, that one's dangerous, and Leia's like, I, you know, and, and then Laura Dern's going like, I like him, I, I like his spunk, I like it. It's too bad it's not more uh She's like, I'm going to break him down for the rest of the day, and then after we win this, I'm going to build him back up. That's probably what, I bet that's what she totally would have done, but she had to sacrifice herself, and uh, I thought that was pretty cool. She, uh, you know... She uh, leveled up those uh, FTL light speed engines and was like, yeah, I'm going to cut a swath right through uh, Snape's Dreadnought and bam. Snape's Dreadnought. So I have, I have a, I'm going to ask you if, I don't think we've ever seen anybody jump to light speed and rip through something. Is that, was that a first in Star Wars? I'm going to say it's the first thing. I don't think I've ever seen I mean, I, Even in Battlestar Galactica, one of my favorite series off of sci-fi, um, they had to fire up the FTLs, and it took them a while. And you see that in Star Wars, except for the Millennium Falcon can seem to do it on command if, the, uh, if that one device is Yeah, they got right. push-button light speed on the Falcon. But, um, but yeah, on any of the big ships, no, it always takes a while. But I've, you're right. I've never seen one purposely... Do a light speed through another object, let alone another ship. Yeah, you're right. I've never seen that either. That's a cool concept. 
I thought it worked really good the way they filmed it. Yeah. Yeah, how the, the the sound went just silent after they did it, and you're... Yeah, could you hear other people in the theater like, what happened to the sound? And the first thing I thought of was uh, when Ben Kenobi was following uh, Jango Fett, and he put those seismic bombs out in the asteroid field, and you see the light, but yeah. you don't hear the sound right, but the sound was awesome. It was like, you see this light? <laughs> so I, I thought it had the same effect. So when those people were complaining about not hearing any sound, I'm like, wait for it. Ben Burt knows what the fuck he's doing. <laughs> and you just see that flashlight, and you don't hear anything for like two seconds, which is a long time in a movie theater. But the payoff is huge, and you hear, bow. It's like an Aborigine uh, getting hoked down with a piece of jackhammer metal. <laughs> Chapo doesn't even know what we talk about. <laughs> but you get the gist of what I'm talking about. Yeah, I do. But I love the ATM6 walkers. I thought. And even though it was all CGI, I'm sure, they did it so seamlessly. And unlike George Lucas in those other movies, like the second set of three movies, he he did. They didn't beat you over the head with CGI. They you they put Luke Skywalker in there. They had some desert in there that was real, and then and then they kind of just uh, folded in really nice CGI of these battle walkers. And I, I just thought that was brilliant. It looked great. I didn't feel like I didn't feel like I was being assaulted with the CGI club. And they were also whoever designed them, obviously loved the original ATA walkers because they're like, these are really cool. Let's make them look a little more stout and put some more cannons on them. I think the cannon on the top and the back of the neck or whatever was a little over the top, but it was still all right. I love the overall design of it really well. So much so that I looked on Amazon today for the uh, Lego version. It's 150 bucks. Really? But you get four figures with them. Who? Um, you get one of the uh, Stormtrooper drivers. You get that uh, commander. And then you get uh, a rebel fighter and... Uh, I can't remember who the fourth guy is. But it looked... I'm probably not going to spend 150 bucks on it, although it's the coolest model, because I looked at several other models. Lego, of course, is always going to rock. Um, but your only, your only other best thing is going to be 50 bucks down, so you're going to be like, do I want to spend 50 bucks on 150 bucks? I don't know. But yeah, the ATM6... You remember that scene where they were all shooting in at Luke Skywalker? And even then we thought, oh, he's just blocking this shit because he's such a badass. We didn't know. He's not even fucking there. He's on a rock on some island, totally teleporting. He's teleporting this into a Kylo Ren to take on, and Kylo Ren doesn't even know it until Luke says, see you around, son. <laughs> not even Yoda did that. <laughs> like, that's making me think that Luke, even though Yoda might be wiser in the ways... Luke has got to probably be the far most powerful Jedi in the whole Outer Rim.
Yeah, and he's legendary too. I, I don't know. In the, in, the, in the first, like in the first three, these people weren't legendary, were no, they? No, 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 not at all. They didn't. They didn't have the gravitas. But just like the story got out all over Earth, the story's all 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 over the galaxy in the movies, which is I think is funny. I think it's good that everybody knows who these people are. You know. Yeah. And I think like the gravitas of like putting a. A heavy character in there who knows who's, who's who's been around and knows how to act and knows how to do the role, like it reminds me of the very first start A New Hope when um, uh, what's his name that been played Ben Kenobi, uh, Sir Alec Guinness. So Alec Guinness, most Americans probably did not know who Alec Guinness was, but he brought this British stage actor gravitas to the role. They were like, oh, we believe in Luke. Ben too. And so, Luke. every movie up until now didn't have any Luke. didn't have any gravity of character. And then you throw Mark Hamill back in reprising Luke, and it's like, oh shit! Everybody's watching every word he's listening. Watching every every move he makes, every word he says. Everyone's paying attention because this is Luke Skywalker. I'm here to rescue you. Yeah, you're a little short for a Ben Gravitas, aren't you? Well, it's okay, because I got Sir Alec Guinness. He's backing me up. Luke. These aren't the drawers you're looking You may go now. So I get that mystique, and then I go into the... the I, get, I actually get a full-on role in the next movie, and that makes 90% of the movie right there. Adam Driver did a way, way more awesome job. He was great. He, he was, was great. great. He got it. Actually, I feel like he finally got a chance to act, and I thought it was pretty cool. Even like when Snoke said, "Take off that ridiculous mask," and then it was like, "Holy shit!" He really got to act because yeah, you're, you're kind of trying to imitate Darth Vader, and that was put through to the character. That's exactly what he was trying to do. Yeah. And then when he had to stop doing that, you really saw his acting, his character come down. And I thought that gave it a lot of gravity. So. The antagonist position between him and Luke, I thought, was great. Do you think it would be like the gravity of the moon, or like the gravity of Earth, or like the gravity of Mercury? I think it would be like the gravity of... Uh, what's this guy's name? Jon Snow. Captain Lou. I think between Captain Lou and Jon Snow... There's be, a gravity. Maybe like, Captain Lou wants to go and have a drink with Jon Snow, but Jon Snow's like... I, I gotta watch the wall, dude. Maybe, Igra. Maybe... Welcome Alright, so I got one more uh, commentary. Spoiler. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Alright, so the whole, uh, like, force connection being between Kylo and Ren, that I did, like... And I thought that started to kind of reveal a little bit more about Ren. One thing they didn't explain is how does Kylo know about Ren's parents being just a bunch of drunkards holding a slavery, blah, blah, blah. Ren knows about Kylo's, blah, 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 obvious for obvious reasons, but they didn't go into it too much. Well, um, was Kylo, Kylo telling the truth? Yeah, because uh, Ren finally, you know, kind of like broke down about it. I was like, oh, Damn it, you're right. Huh. And they they never showed him like they showed everything else. And they they didn't show why why they still haven't shown why why the hell 
They didn't even say the word midichlorian. Why is Ren so powerful of the Force? Luke never said anything. Ren never said anything. Snoke never said anything. Why? Everyone acknowledges, but in every story you acknowledge, like, why is this person so strong? Why is the Force so strong with this person? Why, 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 why? And they never, they never went there. So... Because that's what they're going to base the, the next three movies on? I mean, aren't they going to have to? Aren't they going to have to come clean? Like, why? Okay, it's cool that Ren is strong with the Force, but you've gone through two movies and not even given any backstory whatsoever. Like, none. Oh, they're milking that. They're milking that all the way to 2020. She's the girl. I she's the she, She's the franchise. This is the cholesterol report. I am El Chapo. I go to Cheese Bar and find out how creamy is the creamy spread cheddar cheese. Since 1972, people have bought creamy cheddar spread from Cheese Mart, and I will bring it to the Sausage Hut. This is El Chapo. Welcome. To the creamy cholesterol report. Wait a minute, so what's this fucker's name? Yo, what's gonna happen? Yo. I'm not gonna tell you, but I'm gonna talk a little Spanish. Amigos, que pasa? Si le mete que pasa, dile. Tito Santana. Red Delicapasso, amigo, to the partner! Riva! I'm on chuck. This is the loudest report you've ever heard in your life. I interview Sergeant Liu and John Snow about what they think is important. Hey, John Snow! I think White Walkers suck. What do you think, John Snow? Well, I, I think I think they're very dangerous, and I, I wish I could kill all of them. Yeah, that's why I'm saying, John Snow. You get them, you put them in a headlock, and you you make them pay. That's what I do. I'm not taking any more of this. What do you think, John Snow? Yeah, okay, I'm gonna go back to my elevator now. Okay, John Snow, good luck on your elevator. Thank you. Okay, and so, in retrospect, you... Suspect what? In eight, eight, eight bacon explosions out of a ten with Empire Strikes Back being ten bacon explosions. What's Jedi? Empire being what? If Empire's ten bacon explosions, what's Return of the Jedi? Um, 
I would put it at a solid, a very solid eight. I can't say that about any Rogue Rogue One would be seven and a half to eight, but it was its own animal because it had to follow, it had to pre-weekle something. But for a totally original, like, following off of Empires, yeah, I, I would totally put it on eight. And none of, none of the others come close to that. So if Empires is standard, uh, Last Jedi comes right beside that. No, no, none of the others can do that. But not not better than Empire. No. Not, okay. No way. What do you think? Where would you put it? I'm putting it right under the Force Awakens, right now. Which you think is the greatest one of all? I, you know, I think I I I really love Jedi Return of the Jedi. I don't have any problems with the Ewoks at all, but I like all of them. But but you don't put Empire as the pinnacle. It just irritates me that everybody thinks that Empire Strikes Back is the best one. And if they didn't, would you? It's just kind of the it's the middle one, you know. It's it's telling the it's the two towers. What would you do? It's like you can't like. It's like you're not allowed to like Jedi as much as you like Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> I mean, oh, you certainly can, but it's it's just not the best. But why? Well, why why can you only have? Why does it have to be? Why? I, well, I don't know. Look at what look at what you got. Look at what you got. You got Luke steering away from his duty. You've got Yoda. You got the confrontation with Vader finally. And the revelation that Vader's his father, and the revelation that possibly that Leia is this. I mean, there's just there's just so much dynamic going on in one movie that doesn't have to wrap anything up. It's just there. It's like, oh my god. That's why. But it leaves you with a crappy feeling. Jedi leaves you with a great feeling. Just like Harrison Ford said, and you can look at it on, on YouTube, he's like, oh, it seemed like such a bummer to end it with a teddy bear party. <laughs> and that's how I felt. I got nothing against the Ewoks, man. Nothing. Nothing against them. I, you know what? They're, uh, I wouldn't mind drinking with them. I, I would prefer to drink with some uh, Jawas. But I would totally have a couple of drinks with the Ewoks. Um, but, you know, they're going to want to start weaving rugs and stuff where the Jawas are like, Hey, man, hop in this big sand cooler I got. I know how to drive it. I know this area like the back of my hand. We'll pick up some droids and we'll all be good. What are the Ewoks going to do, do for you? They, they probably didn't even know what a coconut is. They liked all the candy bars that Leia had, so... I don't know what kind of time you're going to have with the Ewoks. If you want to go to the bar with them, I got go ahead. I want to live in the tree houses. I uh, yeah, go live in a fucking tree I house. I want my own tree house. I'm going to go bar hopping with the Jawas and the sand crawler and pick up some droids, make some money, get some more beer money. We'll go to the cantina and then we and any any time any time I have a problem, they're going to be like <laughs> 
where the Ewoks are going to just go... <laughs> yeah. I want to see it again. I'd like to see it in a better theater. Well, you know what the better theater is going to be in just a couple months, right here. Oh, yeah? Be right there. Yep. That, that screen is going to show us far more detail than what we saw. And you can eat pizza and drink beer while you're And you can podcast and smear a smooth creamy cheddar on your gums with Jon Snow and Sergeant... And on that note, Chapo. Yeah. We're going to roast these marshmallows on that fireplace. And toasty Mosty! Call it a night. Oh, yeah. As we rage towards Christmas. Rage. My favorite part of Christmas is that part of the late afternoon when I get to come home and not do anything about Christmas anymore. Grow the facial hair. So check Chapo out. He just tweeted out a picture. His first tweet. Yeah, watch that picture. Cookie El Chapo. That's his Twitter handle. Cookie El Chapo on Twitter. Mark Aram's on vacation for another couple weeks, but we're going to keep making stuff here. So check me out on Twitter and Instagram. And then Sausage Shop, JohnnyKielbasa.com. Get a t-shirt. And check us out climbing up the chimney and out your mama's back door. Yeah, mama. Ho, 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 ho. So you two dig up dinosaurs? Put that bloody fire out.